Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. generational dissociation will speak of possessing an ancient memory that has nothing to do with their life and experience. And you saw that in Rose, that lady that I referred to on a number of occasions on last night's broadcast, where there was a, a part that was distinctly not of her, that was from of a different era. Well, my friends, this ancient memory belongs to the ancestral part, which lives within the mind in its non-material aspect, the soul. Now, be clear, the part itself is not a memory, for it has a life of its own. It was, in fact, once part of a living person, genetically related to those who carry the part. The memory belongs to the part and is transmitted to the mind or soul in which it dwells. The person now living with this generational part is most often only aware of the memory or set of memories which has been transmitted to them. So when dealing with ancestral dissociation, It's critical that you speak to the memory and do so in the name of Jesus. There are countless precious people throughout this world that have ancient memories. Why is that? Well, it stems from ancestral dissociation. And if you have an ancient memory, a memory that's not of your own, and you've tested it to make sure it's not a demon, then what is it? It's an ancestral part, a generational part, a generational dissociative identity that is holding on to a memory, and the memory's in within your consciousness. That's why you can recall this memory. Well, I'd like for you tonight to speak to the memory. And do so in the name of Jesus. Now this whole subject of dissociation, ancestral dissociation, human interjects and such is quite bizarre to most people. And outright mysterious to all. But we do know this. Ancestral dissociation exists and it must be addressed. We are called 
As believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, we are called to minister to have compassion on the troubled, on those who are suffering, those who are afflicted, those who need spiritual assistance. Well, those with ancestral dissociation need spiritual assistance. Where else are they going to get it? I'm telling you, my friends, they're not going to get it with the psychiatrist down the street. They're not going to get it from the psychologist. They're not going to get it from the counselor, the therapist. They're going to dope these people up. Sure, there may be some uh, non-doping techniques that they may employ in some of the sessions, but they're not going to be able to solve the problem. They're not going to bring, be able to bring wholeness and healing and restoration and deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ because only the Lord heals the brokenhearted. And those with dissociation, those with ancestral dissociation, have a broken heart, and they need to be ministered to in the love of Jesus and the compassion of Jesus and the care of Jesus. There's people listening all around this globe to this live global presentation who have dissociation. Some of you may even have ancestral dissociation. Well, tonight we're going to continue to discuss this whole topic of dissociation. Look at specifically the subject of ancestral dissociation on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Yeah. Hey, hey.
Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus Freak from The Voice of the Martyrs. Yoon was an eager and curious teenager in China in the 1950s. When he heard about a book that told how to get to heaven, Yoon walked 35 miles to read it. As a new believer, he walked from village to village sharing the gospel. When the police tried to arrest him, Yoon recalled reading in 1 Samuel 21 that David had once pretended to be crazy to escape his enemies. So Yoon did the same thing, making such a spectacle that the police laughed and let him go. Yoon would later be arrested and tortured for his faith, but he would always remain crazy for Jesus. For more from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a challenge for Jesus Freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. The Bible tells how Jesus suffered on his way to the cross. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Another passage describes the scene on Calvary. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. These vivid accounts of Jesus' death are not from the New Testament. They're from Isaiah, written prophetically more than 600 years before Christ was born. For more from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. on the subject of dissociation, and specifically tonight we're dealing with ancestral dissociation, generational dissociation. And I would like to go take a moment, take some time out to describe the best means to bring healing, to minister to, to those with ancestral dissociation. Just before the commercial break, I mentioned and I spoke on just briefly on the reality of ancient memories that people possess. So if there is an ancient memory, speak to it. Speak to the memory and do so in the name of Jesus. Now often this is all that's needed for the broken part carrying the ancient memory to speak. That's all it takes. Communicate to the part and ask the part to give the hurt, the pain of the memory, as it usually involves trauma and pain to Jesus Christ. For remember, the scripture says in Psalms 147, the Lord heals the brokenhearted. We need to bring center, up and center in front of all, Jesus Christ. It's important that we ask the ancient part to go to Jesus. This is critically important. It's paramount. And that this ancient part does not, by right, belong to the mind or soul that it presently inhabits. And that's something to, to be mindful and to remember. When dealing with an ancestral 
dissociative identity. It's critically important to realize that that part does not by right belong to the mind or soul that it's presently inhabits. As such, it needs to move on. It needs to go to Jesus, and Jesus will deal with that part. Oftentimes, an evil spirit will be present with the ancient part, and the demons will need to be expelled, obviously, in the name of Jesus Christ. Ensure that that you find out what right the demon was holding on to. This will give you the tool that you need to expel the demon and to free both the part and the individual who has come to you for deliverance. For not only does the the ancestral part have the demon, but the, the demon, obviously, if it's part of the, if it's attached to the ancestral part, it's attached uh, to the person because the ancestral uh, identity is within the soul nature of the person that you're dealing with. We also need to be mindful when dealing with the subject that at the resurrection, at the resurrection, the natural, the body, the mind, the soul will be restored by the triune God. So all ancient parts of believers will be whole at the resurrection. We will receive our bodies at the rapture. 1 Corinthians 15 speaks on this. Now I, now this I say, brethren, the Apostle Paul writes, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. At the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on the incorruptible. incorruptible. And furthermore, the Apostle Paul writes, this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. The change, my friends, I'm telling you, my friends, the change will be complete. The wholeness will be final. And the change includes, that the scripture refers to, includes the body and the soul nature. We've discovered in counseling those who suffer from demonization and dissociation, a demon tactic, one that is not readily known to many in this work, one that every minister needs to be aware of. The enemy will will keep human parts, those dissociative identities, from experiencing wholeness and healing through the means of locking them up. It's true. Certain human parts They will try to lock up those that they have might have a right to, to demonize. Evil spirits will enslave parts, will bind them and lock them up to keep them from experiencing healing through Jesus Christ. Oftentimes, these parts are so deep within the soul nature that it takes a lot of perseverance to dig and dig and dig until locating the parts that are locked. In sacred scripture, we read of angels, God's angels at times having keys 
And we read in, in Scripture, we read of just generals in general having keys. In Revelation chapter 9 and Revelation 20, we see this reality. Demons will often have keys in their possession upon locking up a part. So the deliverance worker will oftentimes need to locate the demons who might have a key to unlock the part that has been confined. In Matthew 16, we read that believers have the keys to the kingdom. We have the spiritual authority to bind, to loose, to obtain the keys from the enemy. And these keys are spiritual reality. And these keys, my friends, are, are something that needs to be located. Spiritual often hide these keys and attempt to keep anyone from unlocking those parts that are locked away. In many cases, in most cases, in which they're also torturing. So one needs to locate the keys and ask the holy gods, the holy angels of God, to take the key from the demon and then locate the part that has been secured. And we also have the authority to take the keys from the demons in Jesus Christ. And the angel will be able to use the key to unlock the part. We've seen this happen scores of times. And the part that has been locked up will need the loving care of Jesus. For remember, the Psalms, Psalm 147 clearly teaches, the Lord heals the brokenhearted. And this part that's been unlocked, will prob who's, who's probably endured much abuse, for oftentimes these demonic spirits will utilize spiritual weapons that they possess to hurt the part. That's right. Demons will often possess weapons themselves. And they will hurt the part. And sometimes they just not only abuse the part, but they isolate the part. And the isolation causes great pain and suffering. So obviously these parts will need some immediate healing from Jesus. I, I, I also all, oftentimes locate the weapon by which the demon might have used against the parts. And, and I take it away from them so it cannot pass it on to another demon within the person. I do that quite often. Now, this subject needs to be explored more, as these evil spirits are locking up wounded human parts of the soul nature and keeping them from experiencing the healing touch of Jesus. So obviously there's an urgency to ensure we unlock the parts. So liberation can be experienced by those who reside in darkness and torment and spiritual confinement. My friends, there is such little on this subject, and I'm just barely scratching the surface. But I'm trying to do what I can to get the information out there in audio form, in visual form, in written form, to try to convey the urgency, the need to reach these precious souls with the healing power of Jesus Christ. Now, I've written a book on this very subject that I would encourage you, even tonight, to get a hold of. Now, if you go to my website, jbartlett.org, jbartlett.org, and if you go down here toward the end of the homepage, it says free books available online. Click here to view all of Jay's newest volumes. Just simply click there, and as you get to this page where – more than 25 volumes are listed. You'll see uh, books on, on 
You'll see training manuals. I, I've written a training manual titled Freedom Fighters, Learn How to Evangelize, Cast Out Demons, and Heal the Sick in Jesus' Name from uh, books on miracles. My uh, groundbreaking book, 577 pages worth of testimony of God's angels, uh, of, of uh, our experiences with God's angels, our experience in raising the dead, our experience in healing the sick, our experience in casting out demons, bringing people to Jesus Christ. I take a, a look at all the various sacred wonders that we've experienced and witnessed throughout the globe, and um, that's available. A, a book on on the Holy Communion is also available, uh, which is a which is by the way a very popular book. Uh, there's a book on my personal testimony, which is titled Conversion to Christ, Call from God, Experiencing the Fire of the Holy Spirit in the Deeper Life. I mean, there's a, just, there's just a number of books on books here that's available, and they're all, by the way, available to download for free. Now, obviously, if you want a physical copy, they may cost a little bit. The average price seems to be about 8 to $10 or so, uh, but they're all available for free. Now, there is a book I've written titled Deeper Mysteries of the Deliverance Ministry, Examining Dissociation, Ancestral Dissociation, and Human Interjects. And I've been taking a lot of the material from my own book and sharing it with you uh, on these broadcasts because I wanted to have people have the audio access, not only a written form, but also audio form, so I can reach as many people as I can with information that the church is just simply ignoring or just they just don't. They just don't have the knowledge. They don't have the information to draw from, or the experience for that matter, obviously. And, and uh, I feel like I, I'm not a train writer per se. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm necessarily gifted in this area, but I write because I have, I, I have a heart to reach people for Jesus, the healing, delivering power of Jesus Christ. That's why I even do this radio broadcast. That's why I title it Deliverance. I want people to experience the liberating love of Jesus Christ. And I, that's, why I, I, that's why I'm living my life. It's for Jesus Christ. It's f- to fulfill the, goal, the, the call that God's placed upon my life as a teenager, and that's to bring the message of the good news, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ throughout the world, to heal the sick, to cast out evil spirits, to raise the dead, to further the kingdom of God here on earth. And this is... This is my desire. This is something I've been fulfilling for a very, very long time. As God gives me strength and gives me the breath, I will continue to fulfill this call by God's grace. But these books are available, and I would encourage you to visit my website, jbartlett.org, and take a just take a look at some of the books that are available. I think uh, you'll find some of the books very enlightening and hopefully will bring encouragement into your life. And then pass it on to somebody else so they may be encouraged and enlightened also. My friends, we have much more we need to discuss on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'll be back after this brief intermission, my friends. What for people 
what's up? This is Toby Mack with news of another real-life Jesus freak. It's 2nd century Rome. Justin Martyr is a respected pagan philosopher. But seeing Christians willingly die for their faith consumes him with curiosity. So he reads the scriptures and converts. He even opens a school of Christian philosophy in Rome. As his last act, Justin offers his martyrdom as a witness for Christ, saying, For though we are beheaded and crucified, we do not forsake the confession of our faith. But the more things of this kind which happen to us, the more are there others who become believers through the name of Jesus. For more on the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. how to test spiritually to determine if a part is truly a part, a human part, and not an evil spirit. Now, Holy Scripture gives us some very key spiritual tests that could be utilized in determining if you are dealing with a demon or a broken part of yourself. And these spiritual tests work. work. They're rooted in Scripture. And, we, and also we have used them on many, many hundreds throughout the globe. And I can tell you it works. God's word works. The first test is found in 1 John 3. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers. Anyone who does not love remains in death. So if you're involved in a deliverance session and you're having great difficulty determining if you're dealing with a demon or a genuine broken part, ask this question. Do you love and worship Jesus Christ, who is eternal God? I'm telling you, my friends, demons do not love and adore Jesus. They will not admit it, as love is foreign to them, as they are evil inherently. However, there has been a few occasions where a demon has uttered those words that they loved Jesus. Them even saying those words is truly remarkable, as it would take incredible demonic resistance to repeat those words. But they say it with disdain in a hateful tone. I've never in more than 7,000, 8,000 deliverances, have I ever come across a spirit that has lovingly told me they love and adore Jesus Christ. And it's critical that you ensure you discern the tone of the voice, as genuine parts will lovingly tell you they adore and worship Christ, or at least be willing to, to follow Christ. I have never, never encountered demon who lovingly told me they adore Jesus. Never. 99% of the time, they won't even utter those words. Now, the second test is found in 1 John 4. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see if they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit, every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming. That is another spiritual test, and I want to talk about some other spiritual tests on these, in this series of, uh, of broadcasts. But perhaps you're listening to this broadcast. If you've never experienced the love of Jesus Christ, Jesus Jesus loves you so deeply. He cares about you so deeply. And he wants to save you. 
God demonstrated his love and that while you were yet a sinner, Christ died for you. And he was buried, but he rose again from the dead. And the Lord Jesus Christ is life. And if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Just simply say, Lord Jesus, save me, cleanse me, purify me. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 